One's a former NFL star turned <laughs> sports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, this is Amon Green. Welcome to my, my show, uh, the Mind Green Gamer Lounge. All my good friends and teammates, John Adias and Rico the Rookie. And we need somebody on the um, on the board because I'm not good at this, guys. I am not good at this. I got too much going on in my life, things on my mind, and I cannot do the intro right. What is wrong with me? I, that's a great question. <laughs> Where do we start? Uh, <laughs> hey, you were right, John. You came in hot. Right as the intro, <laughs> we're going into the show. Here he comes. Zoomed in. It just zoomed in like A-Train from uh, the boys, but at least you didn't kill nobody as you came in. I didn't I didn't run through anyone. You didn't run through anyone to get thank here. Goodness, right, thank goodness, so. John. Which, by the way, one of the most shocking scenes I've seen in a TV series. I was not expecting that when I from saw the, I was like, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, she's just holding her hands. Say, I'm about to say every episode though had something shocking, especially the last season. It was just oh, good, good, good gracious. All right, so how you doing? I know I'm doing well. I say doing okay. I said I'm doing okay. Got some things going on, you know, but I'll work through it. We're gonna work through it. We're we're strong. A bunch of greens over here, um, but a good week of classes going on. Teams are playing and practicing, which is. I look in the Discord, it's all lit up. You know, we got Overwatch 2 playing and practicing, Valorant, um, Rocket League, Call of Duty, and I mentioned it last week, EFU shut down the College Cod League, which is one of the reasons uh, we're doing what we're doing, and we have our guests here today. We'll talk about that when you bring them in. Um, so EFUSE was the TO for College Cod League and I believe College Carball League. I'm not sure if it was that one or not, because I thought I saw some – that's still running, but I know college COD has been dropped. And so my COD team is now flipped over to Halo Infinite. And so now they're getting introduced introduced to that. So it's a little rough because obviously they've been playing nothing but COD. So now you got to make the transition over. Um, so we had a good practice, good talk, because a lot of kids were just like, man, this is different from COD. I'm like, yeah, so just adjust with it. Um, roll with the, you know, learn it like you learn COD. Take on everything just like you're going into that so you could get an understanding of it. Um, make sure it makes the transition a lot easier. And then, uh, so then for myself, I was down south, went down to my first time to Baton Rouge, hung out with a shout out to Christopher Turner, the, the head esports director, coach down at Southern University, where they run 2K, Madden, Rocket League, and a few other games, I think Smash as well. Um, Got a chance to talk to the law students at Southern University about esports and the negotiation of, you know, pro contracts, sponsorships, things of the nature that help run our programs um, at the college level or any program at the pro level as well. Or, or uh, I say big orgs or developers and see how, you know, showing them and talking about that and introducing them to that. So that was fun as well. And of course, watched a ton of football college pro some upsets some disappointments we're gonna get them next time we play colorado Dion, we're gonna get you next time you're doing a good he's doing a great job i ain't mad at him much respect to to Dion sanders and his colorado buffaloes but we this game this is not over this is one y'all got us they got to come to lincoln next year yeah we got the chin check no problem we take we take punches real well here in nebraska 
Just when you come back to Lincoln, be ready. That's all I have to say. So let me pass it off for you, John. How was your last week? From, from okay. Michigan? All right. I've got four things to talk about. Number Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh. When he has a list, it gets real. <laughs> I heard papers. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Number one. I'm a little under the weather. My throat's a little scratchy. I'm a little, I'm at about 85% I'm on, you know? Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fight through that. It's not a big deal. I took a COVID test. I'm not COVID, I don't have COVID. Great. Uh, number two, I don't know why I told everybody I was sick. Number two, <laughs> how disappointing was it that Aaron Rodgers yes. got injured four plays into his Jets career? I Crazy. was like, I know this, I saw it. like. Before the replay, the second replay, because I'm, you know, pro, I've seen injuries happen. I've seen ankles buckles. I've seen knee, bu- knees buckle. I've seen shoulders dislocate. So right away, I'm like, he either fractured his ankle or he tore his Achilles. Just the way, because the torque of the guy's weight of his body on Aaron and him, Aaron trying to go the other way because he's trying to break out of the sack. I saw the way the ankle buckle. I said, that's not good. I already knew. I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, the way he had his foot planted, yes. the way he was trying to push forward. And, and I, I before I saw the best replay that they had was like from behind and they like zoomed in on his calf. Before that, I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, nah, that that Achilles is gone. They're like, yes. oh, you could have fragged. I'm like, no, nah, that Achilles is gone. And then you see that and you just see his calf jump up and just jiggle. <sighs> yeah, I was yeah. like, that good. That was not good. I was like, oh, man. So shout out to Aaron, man. Hang in there, bro. Heal up. Come back next year. Do what you need to do because I know I, the competitor in him would not let his career in like this. Thirty nine years old, he turns forty this year. Exactly, I know. So, like I said, he won't. He'll be back. He'll heal up. He might shoot. He might be back for the playoffs if the team keep playing like they did once he left the game. You know, to still get the dub, but that's a long road. Mm-hmm. Um, to speak got, on that disappointment, it's they yeah. have a a playoff caliber, a pretty deep in the playoff caliber roster. And now they have to run with it. And it's no disrespect to Zach Wilson, but at the same right. time, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and he's a no. young quarterback. He still has a lot to learn. So Yeah, so um, that was disappointing uh, yep. for sure for for a lot of football fans in general. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so we, are, we have got our game of the month, right, all yep. of us here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I downloaded The Sims 4. Uh, as well so this week has been me and my daughter creating our family in the sims and just learning how to do that and you know not really looking up like how to play you know just kind of just throwing your immersing yourself Mm -hmm. in the game and it is hilarious because we were soiling soiling ourselves as a family we didn't have restrooms we didn't have doors we are starving just not no sleep it was a disaster you have to do literally everything and (laughs) you gotta go to the bathroom you gotta feed the dogs you gotta clear the fridge out because stuff goes rotten because i played it way back in 2000 yeah eggs go bad milk goes bad now you you know you gotta when you you put the stuff in the garbage inside the house it starts stinking and if you don't take it out you know your house starts to stink yeah stems is legit that's why people play it you know but it's yeah, awesome it's that you and your daughter are doing that. That's awesome. He's yeah, going to teach her some life lessons right now mm-hmm. playing video Probably. Games. Yeah, and she really loves designing the house. So that's kind of fun to to do all that. And then finally, guys, for me, I know you all had 92,003. We expect about 18,000 or so at Pfizer Forum tonight for number one Wisconsin versus Marquette in volleyball. Right. And so right. I'm headed to Milwaukee after this, and uh, I'll be calling that match on the radio in Milwaukee and Madison and uh, across the world on the iHeartRadio app. So nice. uh, I'm pretty pumped any, for, for 18,000. Any TV coverage on it? Because I'll tune in. Yep. It's also on Fox Sports 1 tonight. Oh, yes. one. I got, I'm a, I'm a I got the app. 
got the I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I got the app. And what I will be you? and I will be rooting for the Golden Eagles. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Rico, so what's up with you, man? How you been? You was telling me a story that is awesome too. Y'all got young kids, and I'm like, oh, I remember those days. It was so it's, fun. It's been a it's been a crazy week so far. With uh we've got the move coming up with the radio station. We're moving downtown. We are hoping to yep. be down there and be broadcasting on Friday. So hopefully, you know, if you're if you're listening in the Lincoln area, if you're in the Lincoln area, stop by 11th and O on Friday and yeah, come come nice. hang out at the new studio. Um, that's so cool. that's 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 something that's going on really real big there. Uh, downloaded uh, downloaded Baldur's Gate and made my character. It took me about an hour, so I'm really excited to keep going with pictures. that our our game of the month. And yeah. um, my kids have been uh, a little crazy this week. So we're yeah, trying to find like two, four and yeah, two. Yeah, I have correct? a four year old. Oh, four year old crazy. Yeah, I have a four year old little girl and two year old little boy. And um, so the Little Mermaid, the new one, was finally yeah. on Disney Plus. So we yep. watched we watched that. They were really excited about that. And uh, then we were just trying to find new movies, and we found the Lego Movie, which I love because I'm just a big child. Yeah. I love the Lego Movie. So I had them watch it for the first time, and then the second one popped up, and they wanted to watch that too. So in that movie, there's a song. There's a song that yeah. is, yeah, this song's going to get stuck inside your head. And they just kind of say that over and over again. Really catchy beat, really yep. catchy tunes, everything. Well, my daughter loves it now, and she's just singing it all the time. So I downloaded it on my phone, oh, and no. that's all she wants to listen to. She's so four, so just for, know. Yeah. for the past hear that song a million times. It won't matter. For the past two days, going to and coming back from daycare, that's all she wants to listen to. I found out I could play it four times on the way to daycare and four times on the way back from daycare. So yeah. that's a fun Beautiful. thing that's that going on. Awesome. And in the movie, when they hear it, they have to dance. They start dancing because it's mm. like mind control or whatever. So she's like dancing. She goes, oh, I can't control my body. And then she looks at me and she goes, Dad, is it in your bones? Like, can you hear it in your bones? And I go, hey, that four year old. I go, yeah, baby girl, I can. And she goes, why aren't you dancing? So then I have to start dancing. Yep. Yep. Over and over and over and over. Over. It's such a catchy song. But it's, hey, it is catchy and it's a fun yeah. song to sing and dance to. So that's that's been a thing. And also, you know, Nebraska volleyball doing their thing, going out to Stanford, yeah. going out to Palo Alto and, and beating the Cardinal uh three yeah. sets to one. Awesomeness. So in front of defeated. like three thousand people. For how good Stanford is, there was like nobody there. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, they uh Wisconsin played there a few years back in the tournament and they didn't fill the place up. It's really? so weird. It's very it's so weird. weird. Interesting. Because they're they're elite, you they're know. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, the Stanford ladies, Stanford, Stanford Cardinal ladies are good. Well, Nebraska ball. hadn't beat Stanford since 2008, and has never won in Stanford. So, there you go. Gotcha. Two things broken by a very young team. There you go. So, John, can't wait wanna... to welcome John to Lincoln. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. So, John, before we get to our special guest here, can you uh, hit the bet online read real quick for our sponsors yeah. of the show, please? Absolutely. Bet online is your continued source for sports betting. You got to go to bet online. It's always got the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends. And they feature free contest giveaways all season long as well. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, it's back, baby. 
Uh, I saw, by the way, uh, I'm not sure what Bet Online had, but somewhere along the way, some other source had something like over under a half a yard on Aaron Rodgers passing. Oh, yep. Yeah. And that was pretty interesting how that, everything played out there. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but head to betonline.ag to join, and you're going to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, and that's spelled B L E A V, to receive it your is. rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so to bring in our special guest, he is a guy that is in the same neighborhood as I am, director of esports, where he works, resides and works at. So it's Kevin Palmer from the University of Michigan, Go Blue, assistant director of esports and intramural sports at the University of Michigan. Man, what's up, Kev? How you doing? Doing great. How about y'all? Man, as you as you listen, hanging in there. Yeah, we got kids. Hang, we got hanging by a thread. Playing things going on, but uh, hanging in there for for the most part. So, man, good to have you. You know, when you when you said, yeah, you cleared your schedule and ready to do um, a show, I'm like, oh, he's the, we could talk all day about what the thing we're about to talk about. So, oh, uh, absolutely, I, so, I thank you for having me. Yeah, this is this is awesome. So, before we get into the the weeds on what we're doing together as directors of our esports programs on on our campuses let's get it because you're a gamer first we know this you wouldn't be here where you are now because of that so our gamer questions i usually lead with here one is uh how old were you what was the game and who was the person was it your mom dad uncle brother sisters cousin third removed from your mama side who was it and what so, was the game? <laughs> so I uh, I remember this distinctly. Um, I uh, my dad dad was a big gamer, and um, he worked uh, the day um, night shift, and so was gone in the evenings. But uh, we had a Sega Genesis, Ooh, and nice. uh, yeah, the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And uh, but I remember hours and hours of Sonic and Sonic Pinball. And then going to Kmart the day the PlayStation came out and getting Frogger Ooh. and hours and hours on Frogger. Oh, yeah. yeah. I and, was the nice. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was just saying, then probably some of the best memories around that PlayStation were um, he, he would get home like early from his night shift mm -hmm. and he'd let me like sneak out into the living room with him when he played Resident Evil. And, and uh, yeah. Scandalous. Yep. Good, good memories. Great game, me and my brother. So I was the I had to go. So when PlayStation came out, that PlayStation one, I was a freshman here on campus. And so I was the one that got volunteered into because I say almost yes to everything to go to the blockbuster video to rent college football. Um Bill Walsh college football. So we could all play in the dorm rooms. Um that and I think it was like on a Friday. It was like a Friday before we played our first game of the regular season. So I was I remember that as well. Then my me and my brother as well, Resident Evil, grown adults screaming and jumping in our living room, <laughs> playing that game. And if you see it now, you're like, "What was I jumping for? This is nothing close." Scary polygons, right? <laughs> Unless you play Biohazard on VR right now, then you you'll get scared. So ah, pixels, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, so like I mentioned, um, director. Um, assistant director of esports uh, and intramurals on campus in Michigan, Kevin. So, how did you get into uh, directing and coaching esports? Because we met 
few a few years ago when you were at the at Carthage University, which is in uh like Kenosha Racine area. Correct. Kenosha. So yeah, Kenosha area of Wisconsin. So explain how you got into that area and what you're doing now. Yeah. So uh I'm a um my my main background in coaching is traditional sports. Mm-hmm. Um I started officiating soccer when I was twelve years old. Um, but I was always a gamer as a kid um and stayed heavily involved in esports um when i went to college at lake superior state university in michigan um chris dunbar was our athletic director uh, she's now the commissioner of the gleac mm. and um she gave me a shot and let me work um directly for her as a student in athletics and that's really where it sparked my passion into sports and then I joined the army as a nurse, um, kind of fell out of gaming, fell out of sports. But, um, yeah, as I transitioned right. out of there, um, I started teaching, um, uh, high school and mm-hmm. started coaching again. And, um, the school district was large, it was like 27,000 students. And so, um, the superintendent was at one of our soccer games. I was like, what are we missing? I was like, Oh, there's, there's gamers that don't have anything to do. And esports is starting to grow. And this is like 2017. And so yeah, that's yeah. uh so that was my first. He's like, Cool, you're in charge, let's do it. Um, <laughs> so that's where yeah, I dove head first into it and um he did that through through the pandemic and then uh the, I saw the job opening at Carthage, jumped up there and uh haven't looked back since. Yeah. That's oh. that's crazy, like how uh you know, just life or careers can go sometimes. Like you're in charge and now fast forward, you're at Michigan. You know, it's just it's just kind of weird. You start with just an opportunity and you go from there. But uh, I got a couple of questions. So how, how do you make that transition? How do you go from being a vocational nurse in the U.S. Army and then say, OK, well, I'm I'm totally shifting gears here? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, that was actually the that was the second shift in gears. My undergrad was actually in law enforcement um, at from oh, Lake wow. State. So I, I did that for a little while um, up in Sault Ste. Marie as uh, an auxiliary officer. And oh, wow, I've been yeah, up through, through there a few times. Yeah. And, um, you know, I knew uh, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Let's shift gears. So, yeah, I went into nursing and then um I look at teaching as coaching and like being involved in sports. And so the call to be a teacher was, uh, you know, just a different form of being a coach. And now, um, while I was teaching, I went and got my master's in education and sports administration from Concordia, Texas. And, um, uh, that's, yeah, you know, it's just all kind of like keeps on, it all kept on shifting slowly and slowly towards where I'm at now, where it's like, Oh, this is the day, this is the job where I don't feel like I work a day in my life. A side question, real quick. Side question: You were refing soccer matches at twelve years old, officiating soccer. Like, what what was that like? Giving a yellow card to a coach? Uh, I usually we uh, 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 shout out AYSO. They got a good system where you don't uh, too often get games that are above your 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 own age. So I was refing like okay. the U six, the U eights, U tens, but progressed. Um, a lot. I'm still actually. I've got a match tonight at 4:30 to, that I'm centering for a local rivalry. So I'm pretty excited awesome. about that. Cool. Grinding. That's yep. what we do as gamers. Grinding. <laughs> Rico, did you have anything? For uh, not right now. I I thought I did, but John took it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned where you started. So re- say that again. Repeat where you started college or coaching. Uh, Lake State. Uh, Lake or State. when I started coaching. Uh, yeah. Was, when you start uh, coaching. Uh, Smithson Valley High School down in um, just north of San Antonio, Texas. Oh, nice, nice. So you're down. That's where I'm. We just moved down there from Green Bay, so I'm out officially out of Green Bay. I'm down in uh, 
home base is Houston, Texas right now. And then we're, <clears throat> excuse me, then working here at the University of Nebraska. So tell you, I, I definitely know that weather now. It's mm -hmm. hot as Hades as uh, we're moving down there. So, you know, being, what's this for you? Year what? Five, six? This is uh, year six going on seven in esports. There you go. Uh, so in that time, you definitely have, I say, found a favorite thing. So if you could. <laughs> so what is your favorite thing about coaching? I love the turnaround on um, a student who's never been coached before mm -hmm. and doesn't know how to deal with things like adversity and, and conflict and or strategy and has never really had expectations put on them and seeing that light come on when all of a sudden they break through that, like that's kind of like self woe and they don't want to, uh, and they push through it and they see the reward. Um, that's been, that's my thing. Um, now like my, my job at Michigan, I actually don't coach teams. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're an Oregon guy. You're like a TO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now I'm coaching, the ones who are running the game titles and uh and the coaches and now it's really shifted now to where my my new passion is coaching coaches Ooh, also coach development which is a big still a big thing and i say more important so um looking at the i say where we're at you know i was at lakeland you're at carthage i get here you get there and then you know you're Always, I, I know you're your person because I've seen this when I first met you. You talking about when we were dealing with the NECC little issue, um, but we got through that. You got through that. You took in charge of that. So what is happening now is no big surprise. Um, what's going on where we're at being in the Big Ten, and so let's go into that conversation now about tell. So tell us about the big esports conference. The big announcement was last week. I saw it in the Discord and it was on Twitter. Everybody shared it and liked it. So explain to everyone exactly what that is from top to bottom and how you came up with that and, and basically was the one of the main initiators of that conversation. Yeah. So um, before I was hired, um, Doug Goon out of Minnesota um, started a conversation with the Big Ten headquarters office uh, about bringing esports back, um, mm -hmm. big, back to the Big Ten. For those that don't know, um, the Big Ten has supported esports in the past. They um, they were a riot affiliated um partner and had there was league of legends uh championships on the big 10 network mm -hmm. um so I post covid that. that uh that disappeared and so doug started up those conversations um and then once i started at michigan i jumped in and we quickly pulled in um as many big 10 members as we could um and ultimately big 10 said you know they're you know kudos to them being straightforward with us and just said hey we've got a lot of other things we got to work on right now so mm -hmm. this is not something we can do uh, if we want to if we commit to it we want to do it right and we don't think we could do it right so um mm. yeah. the schools uh you know we were in a meeting and i was like you know we can do this um i you know yeah. i'm the i'm the chair of competition for the necc um i guarantee if i ask them hey do you want to facilitate competition mm -hmm. for us um and kind of put this together they'd be on board um brought in jacob the uh, the commissioner of the necc yeah, and had very well yeah had that conversation um and then before you know it we're having um we're having meetings with you know 16 out of 16 big 10 schools talking about all right how what do we want to do what games do we mm -hmm. want to play um and so you know we're doing four game titles overwatch rocket league 
um, Valorant and Super Smash Brothers. Uh, we wanted to start with, you know, four distinct games in their own way. Um, and uh, we're going to do a 16-week round-robin season. So everybody gets to play everybody. So we really get to play into those those rivalries, those, um, you know, the different aspects that people love about the traditional Big Ten. And, um, you know, really, again, just push push competition and push esports at the Big Ten institutions. Um, a lot of these schools, like, you know, you and myself, um, we have ginormous esports clubs, um, but, and they have, they have a lot of great successes, but for them to take down a, you know, a powerhouse in the collegiate esports scene doesn't always check the boxes that, um, administration would like to see, Mm, you know, if we're playing some small school, that's really good at rocket league that's cool and all, but you know, it, it means a lot more to my admin if I beat Ohio state. Oh, correct. Yeah. You know, or, you know, the whole space for us, Nebraska, Iowa matchup. We do. And what's interesting, I watched the, the team in the spring playing the college colleague that is now gone, but play against Iowa. And it was that same, you know, it was actually a nice little back and forth, uh, a scrim game and playoff game against them. And that, those those feelings of just like we had against myself when I was playing Colorado, Oklahoma, were there. And that's what you're talking about, having that, you know, that attractiveness to, you know, bring uh, fans to watch the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's really um, all about this. You know, the students are students no matter what. Mm-hmm. And whether they're at a Big Ten institution or they're at a private liberal arts college, you know, it's they all want to be able to have the same kind of access and if that means we have to shift our focus from where collegiate esports is now and who they're playing to focus more on playing the big 10 schools to help grow their programs, then that's, that's what this is designed for. Right. Now, Kevin, you, you spoke on, you know, seeing the growth of esports when you back, when you got it started back in 2017. Um, and how, how much do you think that the big esports conference will help the growth or, or kind of continue the growth of collegiate esports with the formation of this and the ability for all of the these Big Ten teams to go together and, and play in one conference? Yeah, I think it's it, it's lines that kind of needed to be drawn and rivalries that needed to be sparked because, um, you know, one thing about Big Ten institutions in particular, we have a lot of distinguished alumni. Mm-hmm. And um, more and more, you could say they're um, they're probably a little more you know nerdy or gamers, and that's like the that's their realm. And this yeah. is a space for them to connect as alumni and fans of you know their home school. And I think you know I don't think there's a a better conference in regards to fans and how like the mutual respect between uh, institutions. I don't think there's a better conference, and so playing esports into that space is only going to bring more mindsets around to esports is a real thing and a real opportunity for students at the, at the next level. Um, just like traditional sports are, um, when, when lacrosse started up in the Northeast of the, of the U S you know, that was met with a ton of scrutiny. And then as soon as a power five conference brought it in, it, it exploded. And now it's like lacrosse is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Mm Mm-hmm. John, you have a question? 
Yeah, I was just, you know, okay. So when you construct a team, what's that like having to construct a team kind of, I, I guess I'll say from scratch as you're starting the big esports conference, how do you even go about that? Because, you know, from a traditional sports perspective, we understand how rosters are built. How do you do that in esports? Yeah, it's, um, it's different at Michigan than it was, uh, at, at Carthage at Carthage, it was, I recruited students and brought them in, um, and they were scouted ahead of time, but at Michigan, um, it's very much just the students are, you know, you go from who who's at Michigan already. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Michigan Esports is a student run organization. I am very much their their connection to the university and their advisor. And uh, I help them with basically whatever they need. Um, and so, they, yep, yeah, exactly. And so um, I, uh, I drew a blank. They, they run tryouts and they, you know, um, I think, let's see, this semester in the NECC, we put six Valorant teams in. We've got our varsity, um, uh, two uh, JV teams and three rec teams. And so, and it's really just kind of like, all right, what, how, what's our capacity? And then they, yeah, they do tryouts and we have our, you know, our rubric system. Um, but it's, it's kind of shifted. We, you know, we do get messages all the time of top level players saying like, I want to come to Michigan. Um, but the, 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 I don't have scholarships to give or anything like that, but the, the one response that was new to me was saying like, you still have to get in, like, well, lo we'd love to have you, but your grades come first. Like, make sure you make sure you're mm -hmm. ready to fill out that application packet. Yeah. GPA is something important, mm -hmm. you know, teamwork, co being coachable, all those good, nice little qualities. And we kind of heard those before in other, other sports, you know, um, so we got a quick question from the from the chat here. Notorious Afro hits us up with this one here. So how does NECC work with uh, with and differ from Nason? Is there a plan to have a one governing body for esports, basically? Yeah. So the um, the NECC and Nace are uh, similar in a lot of ways. Um, both have different tiers of competition uh, and different divisions within themselves. Um, mm -hmm. NACE is, um, they have their paid side, which is their, um, their varsity side, uh, varsity premier, varsity open. Um, uh, and then they have their, um, open premier or their open side. And, um, that's for, for anybody to join. There is no membership required. Um, and so they, uh, put teams in and, you know, it all runs the same. Some, some of the game titles that are offered are a little different, but, um, I don't think we'll get to a collective one body for um, for esports solely because we're seeing already a lot of uh, scrutiny around one governing body with the NCAA, mm -hmm. and um, you know they had their chance a while back to recognize esports as an emerging sport, and that was um, not adopted. And I'm sure there's probably some that are you know kicking themselves for that because uh, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry and there's a there's a lot of money left on the table there, but even right. if they did adopt it, there is no obligation for anyone to actually sign on and play under the NCAA. Um, so it's um, it's good. The NECC and the and NACE are obviously competing against each other in in some ways, but mm -hmm. that makes that that makes each other better. Um, you know, <laughs> when one does something, the other sure. looks at it, evaluates, refines, and then. If it's if it's good, they they adopt that same process. Yep, exactly. You know, and that's why that's the whole reason, you know, I made sure I'm you know, when you came up with the idea and, and 
start talking about it and then we created the discord i'm like yeah this thing is going to get moving and uh, has legs on it and it has the amount of coaches and the amount of coaches literally that are thinking on the same page you know all the, all of us together even though we're at different uh, institutions like you mentioned so that part doesn't matter it's the whole concept of making sure that esports has the build up and continue to grow um, for all of us um, to make sure we can have these competitions because we're planning lands we're planning things that we want to compete together in um, and bring more student body in from the high school level and uh, let them understand that it's not just you know something where you just come and play games but you get to learn a whole lot um, underneath everything once you get get past the gaming side of it it's a lot of stuff that can be learned so uh, very important very important and yeah, Kevin I, oh go ahead Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, I was going to ask with the uh, with the additions of, you know, with the big esports conference and having USC and UCLA in there as well with the traditional Big Ten schools. Are, what are the plans to add an Oregon or a Washington? So um, that's already in play that yeah. Oregon and Washington have said, like, we're, we're ready to go this year. Um, I think just with uh, we were kind of had everything laid out already by the time that announcement came um that we are holding holding back on that for for this season but yeah next year uh, i fully anticipate a you know an 18 school conference um and you know we're gonna evaluate if the 16 week season works or if we need to just do the you know the traditional two semesters two seasons but um yeah it, it's exciting to to bring them in i think the 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 biggest issue be playing the the west coast and you know some east coast teams is uh, is ping yeah but, um you that's, know, a, that's a real thing in gaming right there yeah <laughs> yeah um but maybe the uh you know big thing about the big esports conference this is a a, a zero funded program we that we're going to run off of sponsors and um and and donors and um maybe hopefully we can get to a point that we may be able to offer like a uh, a central server for schools to to vpn to 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 play each other and, and get rid of those ping issues or at least make it level uh, in some ways. Yeah, because that's a, that gets on the gamer's mind. And so you want to make sure you alleviate that problem um, going into it. So uh, I'll say a couple more questions that we get on to some other things here. So uh, what was something, uh, you know, as every, I know everything was in all peaches and cream. So has there been any bumps in the road, you know, from, um, from the time where you're at now to when you begun? Yeah. Um, I guess it's specific to the conference or just in general, this in general life, you know, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Cause you know, everybody is always coming up against something, you know, a bump, some type of bump in the road in life. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, a big bump in the road. Um, what I thought was a bump in the road, um, back when I was in the military was I'd finished the nursing school and was already did all of my training to be uh, a NICU nurse. And then, um, the administration at the time um, did drawdowns and I got bumped uh, from active duty to the reserves. And uh, they also, in those drawdowns, I was told like, you can't go back home either because the reserve unit in Michigan uh, is also being closed down. Mm. So I was told either Fort Lewis, Washington or stay in San Antonio at Fort Sam Houston. And so that was a, that was a, a kind of a setback of like, just, I don't, have anywhere to go and now i have to learn a new city right. new life become a civilian again um and but it taught me a lot uh built up some some resiliency i got to live i mean san antonio one of the 
one of the greatest cities in our country, just, a uh, you know, great food, great culture. Um, probably one of the friendliest places I've ever lived. Um, and so it was, a it was, a, it was a great place to really explore like my younger adult life and, and, and grow. So that was a, a bump that turned into a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's something as a, uh... You know, some of the, the I say the players that we coach, we just always letting them know and coaching them on things like their confidence. Um, and then when they have a game where they don't win, make sure you use that little that loss as a learning experience and not just look at it as, oh, man, I sucked that round or that game. No, you could. There's things you could pull from that to help you get better for the next round or the next game that's coming up on the schedule. So um, thank you for that. So one more question here and we'll be done with these all the serious stuff, you know. <laughs> but we got to get this down. So what you got planned for Michigan and yourself and the program there? And then obviously more if it's more stuff that's coming down the line um, in the years to come for the, the big esports conference. Uh, we've got a lot. I, I mean, on the Michigan side, um, you know, we're we're advocating and, and pushing for um, an esports and gaming facility for for the campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so making a lot of pushes there, uh, having talks, uh, reaching out to alumni um and, and gaining support that way so um hopefully building some some steam and momentum there um we're playing into some traditional rivalries so um you know shout out to chris bilski over at michigan state uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about doing some in-person stuff and and playing into the rivalries uh, and same with john price down at ohio state we're having talks so um you know i you know, I don't like that school down south, but uh, you, know, you know, if, if we can get the students to play each other, then that'll be that'll be great. And um, on the big esports conference side, um, you know, we're we're going to run this season, and then the goal is to um, raise uh, enough money or bring in enough sponsorships to where we can have that in person championship land, yeah. all sixteen schools in person. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, that's the goal, right? The um, goal. And we want to pay. You want to make sure no one no one's foot in the bill on, on their travel. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of, right. if you're listening, a lot of room for, uh, for anybody to jump in. If, uh, if you're looking exactly. to be involved with some, some big 10 schools on, uh, on a big project, I have $3. <laughs> hey, that's a good, that's a start. That is the start. We got to start somewhere. So, uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, answering the questions and, and jumping in with us here, being a part of the crew, of my, my gamers lounge and my green gamers lounge. So we're going to get into some, a couple of quick hit news bites, then this or that, because I know John and Rico, they got some fun and interesting topics here that they've always you know, <laughs> seemed to find. I'm like, where do you get this stuff? But they find some good stuff to talk about. Let us know here on uh, the Gamers Lounge. So we're getting a quick hit news bites. I got a gnat running around here. So here you go, John. <laughs> Up to oh, you. On these you, are, buddy. <laughs> these are always fun, right? The the Apple event. Get that gnat. Yeah. Um, and yeah. this is from theverge.com. So every so often Apple has their event and they say, here's all the new crap happening with the new iPhone. So here's what you need to know about the new iPhone, Apple iPhone 15. These are the seven biggest announcements. Once again, this is from The Verge. And the biggest thing, if you scroll down a little bit, is the USB-C connection now for Apple iPhone. So remember they had that like big 16 pin connector back in the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they went to lightning and everybody had to buy new chargers. Mm-hmm. And now they got to buy new chargers again. Yeah. So that's the biggest change. And they talk about just because... Unless you got a switch. Unless you have a switch, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, they just 
any way to increase profits, I guess. Um, yeah. they, they claim it's, you know, just because it's more powerful iPhone and they need a, a better powerful source. They, they know what they were doing. Yeah. They know what as, they were doing. Exactly. Um, so there's that. That's the biggest thing is the, is the USB-C. Also, the mute switch is now being replaced with an action button. So I think you can program that action button to do pretty much what you want. So... I'm assuming you could just program it to mute if you wanted to. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't have one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's another big change um, with it. I know the the camera lens, this is one something I always like to look at uh, for the 14 Pro. That's what I have. It's 3x optical zoom. Why is that important? Because that's going to be, you can clarity. zoom in three to clarity. Exactly. Once yep. you get past three, it's it can get a little fuzzy because you're using some digital um, magnification. So uh, on the Pro Max, it's a 5x telephoto lens, which is almost double that 3x that they had. So that's that's kind of cool. They go through some Apple Watch stuff as well. Um, USB-C also coming to the AirPod, AirPods Pro. So you have to probably buy a new charger for that if you don't have wireless charging. And uh, the other thing is iOS 17 is coming out on September 18th. And those are always really, really interesting to see what the new little features that your phone will have. Um, it's also, if you have an older iPhone, I think maybe a little stressful too, because then you're like, is my phone even going to work as well? Right. Um, you got like a 14 or a 12 and yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're on your last leg there. Yeah. Which is so anyway. Um, <laughs> and, oh, one other thing. I think this is cool. There's a new roadside assistance feature via satellite. Oh, so, you know, nice. in case of an emergency, um, not only do they have, they had this before where you can kind of get like that satellite connection in case of an emergency. You can also get assistance with a flat tire if your vehicle is just stuck. Apple says it's making its service available for free for the first two years with an iPhone 15. So, nice. wow. So they're getting nice. into like even more so than just the technology aspect of it. They're like, well, what else can we sell them that they can use our phone with? And one of these is roadside assistance. Or like you're going to have your phone on you anyway, so you might as well be safe. Exactly. Hey. Oh, so. at least they, they're trying to help us help somebody out now. There you go. Look at them. There you Look go. at you, Apple, actually caring about Thank people. You. So proud of you. <laughs> I will say the iOS 17, I've been a I do the beta testing for all of their all their platforms. I've had it since I want to say mid-June or mm -hmm. no early July. And uh I love it. It's it's got a lot right. of they, they took they listened a lot. Like uh now voicemails as someone's le leaving a voicemail you can read the voicemail on your screen as they're leaving it. And if it's uh -oh. something important, you can just pick up and right. jump into oh. the call. Nice. That's it's huge. So, so wow. I can ignore calls, but not really ignore calls. Yep. The, you remember like the old answering machine where you'd yeah. listen to see if it actually is worth answering and you pick it up and cut it off. Yep. Yep. They brought it back. Huh. I had, I um, had a few of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it also types out uh, if someone sends you a voice, like a voice text. Uh -huh. It'll type out the voice text so you can just read the voice text instead of having to listen oh. to it. Mm. Ooh, game changer. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. That was the next best thing coming. Okay. Oh, all right. Cool. So we had a couple questions here. Uh, comments and questions from the chat here. So from uh, wrapping up um, what we we're talking about with Kev, she said, talking about the ping. Ping is different. That's hard. Hopefully teams can uh, raise money to travel to the events. And then we had uh, a shout out here, Kevin. So Shady419 said, hey, look, Shady beat Galad? Galahad. Galahad, excuse me, to the chat yet again. So that must be somebody you know, Mr. Palmer. 
Yeah, so that's uh, Alex. He was my first GA at Carthage. Oh, um, yeah, and awesome. yeah. So now he's um, he he's the uh, head coach for his own swim program now. Uh, awesome. I think uh, at his alma mater. And then Galahad was um, was the um, the Rob like what Robert was for you at Lakeland. That's what Jordan yeah. was, Galahad was for for Carthage. He started the whole thing and led to me getting a job there. So yeah, you know, shout out to to both of them. Hey, GAs are awesome. I have yep. a GA now in one of my classes. I'm teaching um, intro to sports media and mass communication. Abby Hammond, shout out to Abby. Helps me out, learn all these new apps. We have this app called Top Hat. Um, have you run across Top Hat, Kevin? And in, in teaching or coaching that, but it's it's supposed to help things easier. But you know, when you first learn it, it's like, oh wow. But it, it is useful. It's like a but it's like a paywall to it. Of course, students don't like that. Oh probably, yeah. Students are balling on the budget. The pay once they saw the paywall hit, I'm like. I was like, I gotta do this. I'm first time teaching this, so let's... <laughs> the students are like, Yeah, I'm not getting that. I don't yeah. know. You can use it all you want. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> they try to they try to like use the niceness in me, but I'm like, Look, I gotta stick hard on this one. You gotta get it. You gotta get it to to participate in class because it's like a class of almost 200 kids. So, at me asking a question or taking a quiz is like, Oh my, that's 176 papers. I got it. No. Yes, mm-hmm. answer it on your phone. So that's why it's useful, you know, using this class. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So uh, let's get over to Rico's story here. Yeah, mine isn't, news bites. mine isn't as cool. It's just something that I saw that I thought was really funny. Uh, new indie <laughs> game, a new indie game coming out uh, called Squirrel with a Gun. Uh, DD Creations generating excitement among gamers with their upcoming title, Squirrel with a Gun, powered by Unreal Engine. It's a sandbox game, and you're just a squirrel in a neighborhood and you find a firearm and you can either oh, you're being chased by people in suits you can either help the people in your the neighborhood in or the matrix agents That's what yeah they look like. you can look at this watch it it just looks hilarious uh so i just thought it was really funny so you're just a squirrel and you can do all the squirrel things climb trees you know try not to get run over by a car jump from house to house but also you have a gun so that's a bazooka, can, that's an RPG yeah, right there. You can either help the people in the neighborhood with mundane tasks, or you can be a crazy squirrel with a gun and run around the neighborhood and mess with people. So awesome. yeah. DD See, this creations. Is, this goes back to my point of if you can't find a game in the gaming space, you, you're not looking hard enough. Because that's just yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. So, like, if you've ever wanted to be a squirrel and see what a squirrel does in your neighborhood and transition, you know, seamlessly from a house to a tree and a tree to jumping on a car and running between cars and all that, you can do that. Or you can, you know, do this and somehow a squirrel can carry a bazooka. There you go. Interesting. Like I said, it's powered by Unreal Engine. Lots of uh, of ragdoll effects going on. It just looks really funny and fun. So I just thought, you know what? Why not? Yeah. We got to get on that somehow. Like, it's like, it's got to be on Steam. Yeah. Breaks his foot Steam. kicking a bazooka. Why are you trying to kick a squirrel with a bazooka? Well, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Why does a squirrel have a bazooka? Right? I, that is the better question. <laughs> Just but watching this. Like the, oh, go ahead. The, go ahead, the go fact ahead. that the recoil effects with the guns are also, you know, real. So right. you can use it, you know, as he's using it to jump further into the sky or, you know, jump you know from one spot shoot the bazooka and fly back further to get to places that you wouldn't have been able to reach without it yeah what would be your mindset kev you had to coach this as a (laughs) i have to ask i i don't even know where to begin (laughs) that would uh 
yeah, that would be that'd be interesting. I, I saw the comment in chat um, about Ryan's conquers bad fur day. That's uh, yes, yeah, that is definitely the, oh, the yeah. mindset that I see here. Oh, love that game. That is funny, funny. Thank you, Rico, for the share there. There you go. Something really funny good. for your day. All right. So they now... still don't have a release date or anything, but you can uh, put it on your wish list on Steam. Oh, for sure. Oh, wish list on Steam. Steam has some fun stuff there. All right, let's get into that fun conversation or this or that. Now I just got to find the intro audio to that. And don't hit the wrong one like I did earlier. There we go. This and... or that. Or that. All right, Kev. It's when we have that conversation, ask you questions. And, of course, I tailored them towards esports. I just didn't go off the top rope there. Um, so, first one, easy one. Well, I don't know. Is it going to be easy? It's going to be not. John, take it away. All right, this or that. These are usually from the mind of Amon Green. And if you have a suggestion for this or that in the future, check out our Discord or social media. And just let us know, and we may use it on a podcast. Uh, League of Legends, or is it Dota 2? Is that the proper way to yep. pronounce it? Okay, yep, you said it right. Defense right. of the Ancients. Kevin? Uh, uh, League of Legends. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brand was my... I remember when that game came out. Uh, I had my college laptop. And uh, it could probably cook an egg with how hot it got because that game, yeah, it just was uh, ahead of its time then. And uh, yeah, whoo, but yeah, league, league all the way, pushing the graphics. Enrico, I don't know if you've ever played. I have never, I have never played Dota. I've or never league. played League of Legends either. But I have watched a lot of people play League, and the big red esports show that we have here, they talk about League all yep. the time, and it sounds and looks really interesting. So I feel like I would pick, I would pick League. Yeah, it's the chest of the video game industry. And when there actually is chess too, so you know, there's online chess. John, I know uh, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with League of Legends just like y'all are going with League of Legends, basically. I like um, he just follows us. He, great I'm job. Just following suit. Thank you. There Thank you good. go. Next yeah. is for that. Yep, I love it. So I I'm in I am too. All right. Next one on the list. Fun one, another shooter one. Old school to new school. Right. Overwatch two or Team Fortress two? Mm. Uh let's start with Kevin again. Whew. um team fortress 2 is a good one that's yeah, a throwback classic. uh that's a like classic. the that's like the original um nfts too like where you could like sell your stuff Ooh. in steam and yeah uh mm. I, one of my former students literally i think he he made so much money selling his stuff on from tf2 that uh he got a tax form from steam oh, that he wow. had to fill out and he was a minor <laughs> so he had to like and have his parents do that but wow. i'm I am gonna have to go with uh, with Overwatch too, though. It's just uh, it's a fun game, uh, a, a great space, that, and the collegiate scene is uh, exploding in that world. So I love it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go Overwatch too. I haven't didn't play a whole lot of Team Fortress. Uh, I was aware of it. Um, it was a game came around out around that time. Another one. Dang it! Of course, I can't think of the name right now. We'll get back to it. Passing on to the guys, John Rico. <laughs> I'm going with Team Fortress too. I'm looking up now. Everybody who's made money, like I think that's so cool. Uh, John, and John is about making money. As yeah. You know. you know, he sells a lot of uh, stuff online. John's um, a money maker. He's the money guy. On the yeah, show. so I like that idea. I'll go with that. Team Fortress too. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Overwatch too. I remember you know playing Overwatch One when it first came <laughs> out and it was free, and we were I was very confused as to what was going on exactly. And uh, but I. I used to play it a lot and i used to think i was really good at it and then things got really complicated and i stopped because i wasn't good anymore yeah overwatch is controlled chaos and by the way chat you can participate so you could throw your your choices in the chat as well as we go through 
each one for uh, Coach Palmer and us. So next one on the list. Ooh, this, one. this is a great one. Ooh, Esports you jersey. got it on. You got one on. Ooh, I might want one of those. It's so sweet right there. Uh, <laughs> um, Esports jersey or casual esports themed clothing? What is what is the difference? Can someone explain the casual? Well, this is like the casual. Yeah, probably this? just like a like a t shirt or like yeah. so a pair of, a pair of shorts. This is Fallout, so this is not really okay. esports, but it's you know it's as game. opposed to like a, a a like a jersey, like a uniform. Right, right, right. Okay. Or a hoodie, like a, a esports hoodies. I've seen them. Yeah, that would be casual. Hoodie, hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go casual. I like the I like the hoodie and the t-shirt side. The jersey is fun to bust out every now and then for you know game days. Um, but yeah, I like I like the casual and uh, the look of some of the casual stuff that some of the clothing lines are doing. Yeah, they got some fire stuff. John, I was I was leaning towards jersey, but then we said hoodie, and I'm a big hoodie guy. Right, yeah, you got. I have yeah. I have way too many hoodies, so it, you give me another one, I'm taking it. Oh yeah. man. Oh, yeah, I got so many hoodies, too. I just moved a house, and, yeah, I got boxes full of hoodies. I don't know. <laughs> I might have to go. I can't wait to get our new jerseys because we about to order some here in the, in the next day or two. But I'm going to go themed clothing because, like, between the hoodie, um, uh, sweat, you know, they got the sweatpants sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got some gear and the logos on the side. So I'm going to go esports themed stuff that I'm going to look into for us here in Lincoln and passing along to you, Kevin, too, if you like. You like if you want to know about it. All right. All right. Here. Next one. Almost done. A couple more here. Oops. What I'm doing here. Boom. Okay. Next one. Uh, and by the way, I'm going hoodie as well. As soon as I heard hoodie, I was like, I'm in, especially lightweight hoodies. It's a game changer. Lightweight hoodies are amazing. I've got the sleeveless hoodie, the short sleeve hoodie on right now. Oh, the Belichick. Yeah. Yes. Let me just put this on real quick. <laughs> put that over the headphones. There we go. There. <laughs> Nice, nice. Cut it off at the sleeves too, a little higher. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, online esports. <laughs> online esports competition or LAN events. I like a LAN. LANs are fun, but I I like the the home feel of an esports mm. competition and being in like if you have a facility right. and just get building up your own game day routine. So I'm gonna actually go uh, online esports. Mm, yeah, have that home and home eventually. We'll be mm-hmm. doing that here in the big esports conference. I'm geeked for that. The kids, <laughs> the kids on campus call it the Beck. All right, <laughs> they gave it, they broke it into a name real fast. Back. The Beck. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'm not going to tell you not to. All right. So for me, I've been, uh, been obviously been to both, been involved in, in either. Uh, but I would say, I would have to go with, uh, I would say online esports competitions. That's where I'm at. What you got here, Rico? John. I say hit me up with the LAN events. I like the uh the fact that you can look over your monitor and look over somebody else's monitor and look into their eyes after you beat them. <laughs> Are you doing that trying to intimidate? Oh yeah. Oh no, we're we're going all out. We're yelling at each other. We're having that NBA, you trying to go NBA 2K. That's what they 100%. that's how the studio set up for them. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. No one hundred percent. Got it, got it. John. I, I'm gonna go with uh LAN events too and it, it correct me if i'm wrong here uh you guys were talking about the ping right and how you're going to play like it's a lot better everything's a lot more quote unquote fair at a LAN event would you would that be fair to say yeah, yeah i'll go yeah. with LAN events yeah yeah there you go there we go all right last one of this or that coming up guys watching esports or playing esports mm. hmm, who wants to start 
Go ahead. I'll go last this time. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rico. All right. I'll go first. Um, watching is so much fun, but but playing and being in the moment and the, the feel of the competition is just, just so much better. Just the, the fire that builds inside of you. And then, the, you know, when you get that win over somebody, that's that's always a great feeling. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with playing. Although I I do love watching. Yeah, yeah. John, what you got? Uh, I think playing would be more fun. As well, you know, if you're good, I guess. If you're awful, it may not be more fun. But I would, in general, generally speaking, I think uh, playing. Playing, and uh, for me, obviously, watching because um, I know I could play later. I watch my <laughs> players play now, and then I, you know, you know what? I get on it later, right before I, I go to bed. I don't want to deal with all that. Yeah, but but watching it because I could then obviously pick out, do the things I'm that we do as coaches. We could see all the the wins and the losses in the in the match, and then make all the corrections in the in the break time or in between rounds. So there you go. Yeah. And, yeah. Same, same. I'm uh, watch as a coach. Uh, I like to watch, uh, and uh, I'm also a big production person. So I like to watch not only the the game itself, yeah. but like the production value of you know uh, if it's at, in a land like the lights and the crowd noise and all that. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm big into into that side. Yeah, that's huge you know, because obviously you know everybody, the fans get to tune in and see what's going on. And if we have all the bells and whistles, like let's say Monday Night Football, you know. Or the Super Bowl, and we're doing League of Legends championships and Overwatch two games. And it's like, see, is this the, is good uh, as what they do. Is know? the big esports conference looking for play by play and color analysts? Mm-hmm. So good question. Uh, we've Great had this question. a lot. We've had a lot of people, uh, some big names in the casting space, reach out and say like, "Hey, we'd love to to be on your list of people to who cast these games," uh, oh, yeah. but one of the so all of the big esports conference games are going to be. Or a good chunk of them, each school will have a stream key to the big esports conference YouTube channel. Mm. And so all the games could be live there at once, kind of like uh, you could tune into the ESPN app and see a bunch of games going on at once. Um, So similar idea there. And um, we really want the schools to focus on their production in-house and not having, um, you know, outside resources for coming in and casting. So, um, we're hoping that the schools have have student casters and, and student producers and all of that. And and then on the NECC side, they'll they'll pick up some some big games here and there and they'll probably bring in the casting team. But um, ultimately, yeah, we're really hoping that the, you know, to promote experience and get students ready for after graduation. Nice. Yeah, the production jobs are out there and it's an endless amount. I mean actually found the numbers up close into the 120 or 112 plus jobs in the esports uh, field and production side of it so it's a lot of a lot of space out there so yeah rico there you go all right yeah you better put your, your name in the hat right now i gotta learn the game some more but i'm i'm always yeah. down yeah you're a quick learn i know that so me and john will team up i'm just gonna volunteer john oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're headed over we got our game releases uh, Kevin, so if you want to stick on and listen in and watch some of the games that we're going to talk about, you're welcome. But if you got to run and cut, no problem. Yeah, I got to get running. I, I appreciate right. being on here, guys. Uh, great yep. talks and uh, look forward to, to seeing uh, seeing y'all cast a, a BEC game and uh, seeing you uh, in the virtual space. I'm on. <laughs> All right, for sure, Kevin, man. Travel well and have a great rest of your day. Awesome. Take care. Yeah, thank you. I would love to do Rocket League. I'm just saying. Like, Yeah, you've been playing it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be exciting. Go! 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 Go!
<laughs> All right. Speaking of goal, we got game releases. We got our picks. Release the game. game. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. All right. So thank you to Coach Assistant Director of Esports, Kevin Palmer. He's just that dude up in Ann Armor, Ann Arbor, excuse me. I'm running my words together. <laughs> Thank you for that. Good job. So, John, you're up first. Okay, so yeah. I'm up first. So, once again, the way I pick games is a mon sends out a text, and I just pick a game oh, by its name, right. basically. Um, so, if, if you guys have kids, kids these days are into these animals called axolotls. I don't. I never heard of it. I axolotl. didn't even know how to pronounce that. I was. You like, didn't know how. I was going to ask John. Like, I know he could do it. He's good at enunciation. So, there yeah. We go. So. So my daughter's into like peachy baby slime and they have one that's like baby axolotl slime and they put a little what? axolotl charm and man, kids love axolotls. I never heard of axolotls until this year. Really? And so, yeah. So here Me too. Is... I don't have young kids no more. Mine's grown on grown adults. That's the problem. <laughs> They're probably not into axolotls. So this game is called AK Lottle, I believe is how you pronounce it or axolotl. But I'm going to go with AK because the description on Steam is as follows. The cutest, deadliest, and only top-down roguelike shooter featuring AK-wielding axolotls. Blast your way through the animal kingdom with an arsenal of kick-butt guns. I said the A word. Mm. Mighty power-ups and even raise an army of trigger-happy baby axolotls. Wow. And as you can see in the gameplay, they're just out there shooting stuff. So they're basically so. making cute things dangerous. Look at, look yeah. at that. <laughs> He got an AK a and he's on the baby in the backpack. That is oh, ridiculous. Man, I haven't seen it all. I love See, that's, it. That's why I said it. I'll say it again. If you can't find a video game you love to play, then you're not looking hard enough. That is you know the quote of the day. That's right you're, absolutely. And you know what's funny? I saw in some uh, part here in this video we're watching, there was a raccoon with a gun, which yep. obviously reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. It's coming up. And Rocky so, Raccoon right there. That's yes. what that was. I was trying to think of something. There you go. Yeah. So you said cute. Just add something cute with the gun. That's kind of in a way what Rocket is. Um, you know, 100%. as far as the aesthetics of him. So that's what yep. they're doing here. Cute with the gun. All right. Can't get any better. Now y'all, both of y'all got young kids, so I could see come over to Rico's house one day in a couple of years and see. I'll just throw my kids Nothing downstairs. Daughter. I'm like, go play this. <laughs> go play this game. All right. All right. Now I love how they turn. have like I love how they have like somebody who's imitating Sir David Attenborough and doing like a Planet Earth themed like voiceover. Like, yeah, they're trying to dress it up. Like I said, it's cute with a gun. This, this particular axolotl is armed with an AK-47. <laughs> and I don't like the purpose. I'll spot a tea, governor. Could you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> but on my planet. How I do things, you know, I love horror. I saw this on the list to see too. Ooh, nope, don't like it already. So we had the cutie little axolotl, and now we got this. We got the seat too. So you little, you stuck in a, a insane asylum, oh, as you can see here. So the seat two is the sequel to the multiplayer horror game, the seat obviously offers intense social deduction gameplay that's like it means you gotta do some math here make work the numbers on how you're going to survive basically in the game so as players you must determine who to trust in a group can i trust you two if we play no. online in this john i, Rico, I, Ricky? I, I will run away 
All right, we got a well, y'all suspicious, so that means I don't know if I'll be able to trust y'all. So, Deceit 2 comes out tomorrow and it's on all platforms PC, Xbox, uh, Series X, and PlayStation 5. So, will I be able to trust any of y'all playing this game? Even guys, the notorious, the average historian, we want to get this going, but we're going to be talking about our other game of the month in a minute here, right after Rico tells us his game, but yeah. That's the C2. Get you. We got October right around the corner, guys. There's no, that's going to be 31 oh, days of horror yes. for this guy here. So get ready. We'll be horror month. All right. I used to do a thing with my, uh, with one of my roommates in college where in October we would watch a different scary movie, different horror movie every day. That's what Amon does. Yeah. We usually, we usually made it through like 10 and then we just no. forgot. 31 baby. <laughs> 31 and 31 days in a row and called including video games you're also a crazy person so yeah you know there is that all right yeah that's true i'm a little kooky all right rico <laughs> what, rico the rookie what we got here uh heretics fork i saw it and i i noticed that there was tower defense in it and oh, big strategy big, yeah uh, tower defense game uh heretics fork bureaucracy of hell as the newly appointed hell's manager that involves punishing sinners using state-of-the-art computer system uh it's Did by you by hell? yeah you're the manager of hell oh, uh oh. you're building defense towers to hold back swarms and you have to manage oh, all of the circles goodness. of hell uh because it says that hell's overrun and they need somebody yeah, to thin the herd. I agree with that. So it's like you're collecting cards, you're building towers. The cards give your towers different powers, and each tower has to defend um, the center of it from all of these, you know, hordes of demons who are trying to get out of hell. So you're your hell's manager, and you have to defend the the exit of hell. I believe. Wow. Is so there is. is a way out of hell. You just have to get past a giant tower. Yeah. That's okay. it. That's oh, that's kind of how that works. Also, that's what, Heretics Four. Oh, that's too easy then. Well, that's why we got a lot of people, crazy people. <laughs> yeah, apparently a lot of people. It's easy to get out of hell once you get sent there. That's the problem. So I Heretics Fork. I was like, there's no way they just like came up with this. So I decided to look up what a what a Heretics Fork is. It's something uh, to do it was with a, hell. No, it was a torture device used in the Middle Ages See, by the Spanish Inquisition. It consisted of two forks set against each other. Uh, one under the chin and one into the upper chest. They would strap it around your neck. Yeah, and so you had to keep your head up a certain way. If you lowered it, oh. it would go into your neck, and oh, if you it stuff. would go into your chest. There were no, there's no vital points, so it can't kill you. It can't it's kill just, you, a, yeah. it's you just a out, lot bro. of pain. You can bleed out. That's some saw. I yeah. seen that in saw. Heretics yes. fork, and they got a new saw coming out. Jigsaw is another prequel to him that's coming up. Isn't it weird how people have come Crazy. up with ways to torture other people? It's hey, just so weird it to was me. A like way of life in the medieval times, bro. You ever see you read you take medieval history? They would live of, of our I'm planet. Sure, we weren't right. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure like those like people who tortured people were just serial killers. But like the kings or queens or whatever were just like here. Just uh, torture these people so we can get answers for things, or just torture these people because I don't like them. So they would just yeah. find serial killers, and they're like, "Hey, you can that do this good. now, and it's totally fine." Yeah, wow. just to hear, and this is a guy who studies it. <laughs> the average historian, <laughs> he's right. It's crazy. I studied it. So we got a couple, one more thing here, then we gotta get John going. Um, but we're gonna share real quick our uh, game of the month updates. This is John, <laughs> or this is Rico the rookies. 
Avatar in Boulder Gate 3. We mm -hmm. got him. He's level two Ranger. What's that? A Doragor? Uh, a a uh, Underdwarf is what I was Under called by one of the people. Outlander a, or Underdwarf. A, a different type of dwarf. I chose Outlander. I chose Ranger. Uh, I'm going to specialize in bows and arrows yeah. or, you know, ranged combat. That's kind of what I'm going to go with. And uh, very excited. I think I named him like Thalris or something like that. Thalris. I looked up dwarf names because I wanted to have it, you know, kind of make sense. I didn't want to name him, you know, Nikki or Nikki Flash or Rico. So I wanted it to make sense. Oh, my God. Eeyore says it's a Dugar. A Dugar. Okay, the Dugar. That makes sense. Dugar. I just saw the R. It was like Dugar? Yeah. Dugar. Right. And here's mine. And I was not original yeah. on anything. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I, I named him Amon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had to come up with a, a crazy. You didn't. Have, you didn't. Have, I, I just. I wanted to look it up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go." With I didn't that. even think about I it. I seriously I'm, looked up like dwarf names, and I was just I'm, going through them. I I'm not original. I am not original. I'm well, I almost went with Gimli, but I was like, "No, that's ridiculous." So my name. My name is Amon. I, my favorite color is blue, so that's why he has blue hair. Uh, I'm a level one uh, warlock right now. The fiend, uh, human folk hero, folk hero. So mm. I didn't, and then I got a, uh, I know my melee damage is pretty good. I, mean, I did a couple fights. You, you should, you did some fighting out of the first thing, like that thing we came into. Oh, I'm like, already past, I'm already yeah. past that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting yeah. out of that because I kept kind of resetting it. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm past that. I'm, uh, already, you know, on the, on the ground, no longer on the ship anymore and, um, having some fun. Right now, I, I not very good hand to hand, but right. the, I love I love the uh, the addition of the having to roll the, the dice for yes. for actions yes. Yes. for, you know, trying That's to unlock a door. You have to un, you have to roll the dice, trying to intimidate somebody, trying to, you know, coerce somebody into doing something else, try to trick somebody. I, I love that action right now. And I've been using it like crazy. And so far, haven't failed anything. So I think I'm doing pretty well. There you go. Well, I have so. <laughs> also rolled a also rolled a nat twenty, so you know, no big deal. Nice, nice. So that is the update for Mark Gavin a month of Boulders Gate Three, where we are. John just uh, got it just, downloaded last night today. Right? Yeah, I just downloaded downloaded it this morning. So I so you're you're a warlock and you're like a dwarf. What other? I'm options? a ranger. You oh. have you have like a multitude. You have like five or six different species of it's like yeah you can like choose humans from half elves dragons, half elf yeah dragonborn it's like lord of the rings it's dungeons and dragons so, yeah okay there you go Gnome, dwarf you can have fun with it dark i'm gonna elf. ask chat gpt to come up with my you know gnome name or whatever you know what that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna change mine and see if i could change my name i don't think i can but i'll try I think I might make a different character because I like I like it, but I almost went with the rogue. I'm glad I didn't, but I think I want to have somebody that's better hand to hand wise, you know, using mm. swords and battle axes and stuff. Yeah. Might stick with a dwarf. Might go with somebody I might go with a dragonborn, actually. And then maybe go with like a fighter, maybe a paladin, so I can do a little bit of healing as well. Got it. Got it. So there is the update real quick on our Bozo's Gate, <laughs> where we are and what we're doing. I'm so, so yeah. I'm so excited for this game. Like, I, I don't know. think you guys understand. <laughs> yes, indeed. So let's get into this. What's on streams? Because I know John got to run here in a little bit. So hopefully yeah. we'll get this thing started with him. Row, row, row your boat gently up. The... Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. Row, row, row your right, boat. I got to stop that. There we go. <laughs> Okay. Boom. Here it is. We're here. Got it. 
episode five secret invasion disney harvest Plus. the heart or harvest is the name of the episode harvest so i've i've uh caught up now i've caught up i just watched episode five last night yeah uh here are my takeaways so basically you see you see a uh, graphic right there using mm -hmm. the groot style superpower there to kill one of his own men so spoilers coming ahead but basically this episode they end up taking the president after the attack right to the hospital so he's there and yep. one of the like Gravik just keeps killing his own people uh, when they speak Power out against him, mm -hmm. and and they try to take Gravik down, but he is insane at this point. So he's kind of he's not kind of he is totally out of control. And, and we find out the name of the episode, right? He's looking for the harvest or that vial of superhero DNA that he is that was collected. During Fury only knows where it is during, yeah, during the uh, Infinity War. Right. And so that's what he's after. And that's what Fury is trying to protect. Um, I know I got to run soon. So what I, by the way, yeah, you see Fury killing his partner, Fury yeah. killing, it's really graphic, but so that goes out, uh, by the way, this is really difficult. Like everybody's like you were saying, everybody's a scroll. So I'm always like, okay, wait, who's the scroll and who's real and what's happening. Right. Um, so it's a little confusing to me that way, but I, I'm sorry, guys. I thought the ending of episode five was kind of funny. And I don't think they meant it to be funny. It's <laughs> it's Fury going to like Finland to go get the vial, like yes, vial. And he gets the vial, and then he goes into like some other. He's at a cemetery, right? Yeah, it's he like, goes into the like a coffin area. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the vial's hidden like a tombstone, and he goes into like some coffin area where there's like different boxes, and he's like. He magically he's, opens. He's, he's getting ready. He's like getting his gun, his jacket, everything. That's his what's funny. He's like, he's like, I don't need this jacket. I need this jacket. Had in Finland for how long? Just been sitting there. I don't need this. I I, I need an eye patch. Luckily, I have one waiting for me. Yep. Puts on the eye patch. Like couldn't bring a gun. He's like, this gun is elite. I'm taking this gun. And I just thought it was funny because the music was like, like so powerful. And you're like, oh shoot, stuff. It was like it was like, it was like Batman going to the back, yeah, coming out of the back cave, Superman going into but the, he changed like he changed to, to he changed from one coat to another coat. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was I, I laughed at that part. I was like, what is he doing? I'm supposed to be pumped for him changing clothes. Uh, also, so he, why and it was like his gravestone in Finland. I'm like, why is he buried in Finland? Because he's supposed to be dead. He's a, he's like a he's. A but why is he buried he's, in Finland? It's, why would he keep a gun like, and clothes in when Finland? When you work for for programs that are supposed to be off books, you get buried anywhere. You might not even get a nameplate. That's there the was point. one though. I said I said you might not even. So he got a nameplate because he's Nick Fury, but he's got to be dead to let everybody know he's gone because they know what he's in charge of. He's the leader of the Avengers. It it's was so really inconvenient, why. so inconvenient for him to have to like change, like to go to Finland. Like if he ever wanted to be like Nick so where should he have gone? Where First, he, I'm going to take a long be? flight to Finland. Where should yep. he have gone? Wait, take off this jacket, put on this iPad <laughs> and, and his beanie. <laughs> where should he have gone if it wasn't Finland? I don't well, he know. I don't. They. I, it just seems funny. Like, like the big moment at the end of the episode was like, I'm changing clothes. He's getting and here's a gun that I could have bought. Yeah, yeah. How hey, long have those clothes been sitting there? Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Exactly. Y'all be, be a literal Years. for sure. I thought I was the literal one. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was just looking at it like, oh, he's about to. It's, it's about to get real now. He also he, he back in his Nick Fury gear. He got no, the also gun, he went to get the jacket. You already uh -oh. shot Gravik in the face, and you saw that it did nothing. What are work. you going to do? <laughs> hey, like Nick Fury does, he's going to figure it out.
though he's a, a great you know how, point. Do you know how he figured it out every other time? It was just like humans, or he had the Avengers to help exactly. him. Exactly. Now it's just it's just him. He said he's gun. not gonna call. Yeah, he's not gonna call him because this is personal. He said that. Hey, They're hey. like, why don't you call your friends? I know he's not personal. Gonna, he can handle it on his own. He you're gonna per, you're gonna personally die. He's gonna handle I, it. You know how we criticize coaches after games? Like, I think that's the wrong play call, Fury. <laughs> you better you better put in your best players for this oh, one. You need right. this win. That might be why I'm like, I don't see it. You shouldn't have run the I ball was, there. It wasn't my choice. I run the ball. So I'm like, you gotta ask me, you gotta ask Nick for it. You know, it's a bad attack there. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, as after all that, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But also, no, it's, also fake uh 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 this roadie, fake. hate him. Oh yeah, yeah he's a scroll. He's I hate him. Hate him. I love Roadie, but now I don't like. I don't like Roadie anymore. I had this question. I'm glad you brought this up. Where's the real Road Colonel Rhodes? Where's he? Downstairs, where they're keeping the humans alive in the scrolls, a place. Yeah, that they're trying to destroy. That Gravik wants to destroy to start World War Three with Russia. There you go. So sticking to the storyline here. If you paid attention and not worried about Nick (laughs) putting on his new jacket. Get over another jacket. Ooh, this jacket's not gonna. I love I, it. I won't. I won't look good dying in this jacket. Hey, this one on. They had, you know, it's 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 for the movie. Okay, now you get into like certain things happen in a the movie. They got to do so. That was kind of his like. It's no. about to get real moment. Like things no. about to happen now. Even though for y'all, it's like, why did he put on another jacket? Why did he take off that jacket to put on that jacket when they both look the same? One other thing. He already had a gun. Why are you getting that gun? Like you said, John. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've been keep this gun for years in the secret spot when I could just get a gun anywhere. Um, <laughs> the other thing, this is me nitpicking at this point. Uh, right? yeah, I got that. I got um, that. when uh Fury goes to Gaia and she's like, I need to bury my father first yep. or whatever. Like, I'm not gonna criticize too harshly anyone who's going through some trauma, like a parent passing true, away. True. But like I thought that could have been very a very more emotional scene. Fury almost seemed like, okay, good. And you know, go do what you gotta do. I'll be back. You know, it's it's like there was no consideration of emotion in that scene. Well, he's uh he's seen it all, you know, he's blipped away, he turned into dust. So look, if I'm at I'm known anybody that's been a dust ball, when they come back, it's like nothing rattles them. That's that's a good point. Just think about that. Okay, I get that, but at the same time, is is a is a, I was dust. Okay, what else? I died pretty much, and I'm back. So what? The thing was, he was able he was able to kind of grieve him because he was there when he got killed, and he kind of showed his emotions, and then drove the president to the hospital, whatever, and he went through his you know whatever stages of grief. He's like telling her, "Hey, your dad's dead," and she's like, "Just my dad's dead," and she you know she's angry, she's angry, and he's just like angry and hurt. And she's like, I need to bury my dad. And he's like, I know a person. You can go ahead. I'm going to go to Finland. See you there. <laughs> I got to get a gun and a coat. And it wasn't like that. <laughs> that's it was because... no, that's, that is pretty much what he said. No. He was like, I yeah. know the police showed up and he had to leave. But he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know somebody. You can go do that. Go see my go see my wife. And uh, I'm going to go to Finland. Exactly. Bye. His wife is a scroll that can help her through it. And how to do <laughs> traditional scroll burying protocol. Okay. Nobody seems to care about guys' feelings, and I'm upset. This is this is a Marvel movie. This is I agree. A, there's a I mean, it's a I'm Marvel upset. TV show. So, what feelings are going to be considered when the Earth is pretty much well, not the Earth, but the people on Earth? I don't know how many people. Some I don't know how many days have passed. Their scrolls. I don't know how many days have passed in the show, 
but I'm just going to say she lost or she found out that her mom was dead four days ago. And now her dad is dead. Yeah. And everybody's just like, hey, we should still do this war thing. By the way, don't really care about your parents. <laughs> is that how she's thinking it? That's pretty much what people are saying. And, she... and then she's and she's going through this with, with Fury's wife. And she's like, the last thing I told my dad was he was a failure. And she's like, she pretty much says, I know she had a little bit more feeling. She was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> wow. Like, You're right. I like your point have, of view. Probably like shouldn't have said that to your dad. Hey, all I got to say is watch the episode yourself. Don't listen to, well, you might want to consider listening to either one. They're funny for comic relief here. Ridiculous. Oh my God. This is a good feedback. I love it. It's funny. I'd, I'd love to see how they're going to do this. Rody going to get his though. Rody, it ain't going to be pretty. I, but, but one thing, hey, one thing I do got to say, once they get to the lady, I can't think of her name right now, but Sonya. I'll that it works for Nick in the red, that she's always gangster yeah. people. Son Sonya. Her yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. She, hey. Most gay, she's gangster. Unless the guy next to Gaia and Nick's uh, wife, I yes. wouldn't mess with her. I like her I, character. I'm she's, like, I hey, if, if I'm making up a squad, I'm like, Sonya, you coming with me? Because you ain't got no heart. You gangster. You when you need to do something, you get it done. Yeah, she's getting things done. I've been I've been appreciating her whole role, her the actress as well, because she just when she's gonna shoot somebody, she's gonna it ain't had no hesitation. There's no dialogue. Mm -hmm. It's bullet to head. John Wick style, and yeah. all right, let's move on. I just love her line. I can either be your best friend or I could be not your best friend. Yeah, you want a bullet in your head right now? Okay, boom, Pow. right here. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't doesn't wait for like you give me the answer now or you're yeah, not playing you're games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right there, right there. He's boom. like, he's like, I'm gonna shoot her. And she didn't just blink. Like, she was like, oh, that's cool. That's exactly right. what human men do. She okay, didn't bye. Blink. She didn't blink an eye. She pulled that gun out. Pat. The accuracy is also. You. Mm. I told you, don't mess yeah. with me. Sonya's a G. That's a All confident man. shot, right exactly. there. Like exactly. Like she must have had an like elite that. training to be able to pull that off. I like oh, that. Yeah. I like that. Well, I can't wait to see how Fury ends this with a gun and a trench What's up, coat. Coach, so. exactly. So last episode, he's going to, if it's just him, he's going to lose. <laughs> All he has to do is that Groot thing and just play. yeah. So stop it, Fury. So it's awesomeness. So you're well past your go time, John. Yeah, so I got roll. Get out of here, man. Uh, love the talk. Love the feedback. Great questions for Coach uh, Kevin Palmer earlier. Uh, great to have him on and get more information out about the big esports conference. Hope everybody got that. And it's going to be on VOD later. So if you missed anything with Coach Palmer and I and Rico hitting them with questions and John, you could come back to this channel, to the YouTube and listen up. And, you know, TikTok tomorrow, we'll have up little some of our best clips of the show today. So thank you, everyone, jumping in. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel here. And we might be on a might look a little different next week. We'll go through this, Rico, mm -hmm. with you. Um, and for the audience, it might be a different look, but we'll still be here on Twitch and we'll be on uh, YouTube. We may not be on Facebook and Twitter because of where we're going to be, but I'll explain that once the show gets here next week. So enjoy your week. Have a good time. Everybody be safe, you know. And I want to say shout out to people that got things going on in your life. Make sure. You, you talk about it, you know, family, friends, there's people that there to support you because we know we have these, uh, we got this thing called life and it always throws you a curveball. Sometimes we can't hit the curveball and that's okay. But reach out to friends and families, uh, your family members and close people that you know to get that, you know, talk it out or whatever. There's somebody, uh, uh, a shoulder 
to lay on or somebody just to have to open your ears and listen. So have that. So hope you have that going on for yourself. Um, but thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. All right, Rico, see you tomorrow in the morning at the big red uh, brunch, right? Brunch. Yeah, we're getting brunch yeah. and you're talking brunch. about football. Oh man, that's all good right there. So peace out. Let's get the music going. We gotta get the hold up. We gotta do this. We gotta do this first. Boom. Let's do that. We did we disappear first. We disappear and then we turn on the music right here. It's the it's called dance pop. Dance pop. There we go. Let me take this off the screen. There we go. Drink on the sly. It's coming soon. Here. To a shelf near you.